Hey, the boys are back in the studio. What's up, coach? Not much. How you doing, man? Good, good. Welcome back to the D-League Perspective. Uh, I'm Mitchell Schultze, and tonight it's just myself and the old boy, Coach Bittner. You have a good day? Had a great day. Just got done working out uh, a couple girls from Crofton and inspiring players, and then end up with one of our uh, Fremont D-League players, uh, Grayson Meyer. Uh, nice. Probably one of the hardest working kids that in the last seven years that I've had the opportunity to to work out. So uh, It's a bold statement. Yeah, the kid has a great upside to him, and and he's a eighth grader right now, going to be a freshman. So, but uh, yeah, the kid can just uh, he just loves to work and uh, did everything that uh, I asked of him tonight. So we got a lot of good stuff in tonight. Good, good deal. I know you've been talking him up a lot, so I'm excited to see him in that nice Carolina blue and black uniform this summer, Coach. <laughs> he's gonna be looking good. Well, hey, tonight we're just going to have a nice little two-way conversation uh, back and forth with Coach and myself. Uh, just on our program, some of the different philosophies and, you know, quote-unquote rules and, and different stuff like that that we've developed for our program over the course of the past five years or so. And, uh, Coach, I'm just going to kind of let you talk a little bit. The first thing I want you to talk about is you say this a lot. We had a nice conversation a couple nights ago that we were going to record, had a little technical uh, difficulties. <laughs> Uh, but hey, we figured it out. But, uh, one of this is a, this is a fun question for me. And, um, I think everybody should sit down, look themselves in the mirror and ask them this self. But you always say, Hey, what's your, what's your why? Yeah. And so, uh, welcome everybody who's, uh, listening, parents, players. Uh, you know, my, my first question is, uh, is I, I want you guys to figure out is, is why. Uh, Gannon Baker, uh, skill trainer, you know, world renowned skill trainer who, who was my first, uh, mentor in, in skill development. Uh, I was out in Vegas and, and he pretty much, uh, called everybody out that day. And there was a lot of us coaches there and, and, and he told us to, to figure out what our why was. And so I want you as, uh, you know, players and parents and, and, and our coaches for that matter to figure out their why. And so I'd, I'd go with my coaches first and, and, and ask them why, why are you coaching for us? You know, why are you, uh, involved in, in, in summer basketball? And then I would ask the same for our, our parents and, and, and why are you letting your son play for, uh, uh, you know, the D League, whether it be Fremont or Norfolk and, and, and we can just keep going with this and, and hopefully I can give a little, uh, uh, sample of this on on Sunday at the parents meetings and and I've already been practicing with uh, coach Schultze on this and <laughs> and it's uh it's kind of fun to to do and to see where uh do people go with this and then I'll probably call maybe a couple players out on Sunday and and ask them what their why is because you can always just keep going and going and going with what's your why and I want you to figure that out I know what my why is, and and I think Coach does now too. What his why is, and 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 once you figure that out, whether it be in 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 everyday life or in 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 sports or or parenting or your work life or whatever, it's uh it's interesting. And 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 Gannon always told me that or told us that was figure out your why and let that be your inspiration to uh, you know leading you into uh, bigger and better things. So. 
with that being said, uh, be prepared that it, I might call a few people <laughs> out on uh, Sunday on trying to figure out what your why is. So it's a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, and you're always looking to call people out too. So oh, I love doing that. <laughs> yeah, I of all people, I know that the best. I think. Uh, all right, coach. Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna flip the table a little bit, and since you're so good at, at calling people out, uh, what's your why, coach? Oh, nice, nice, coach. <laughs> uh, my first, my why is that I I love basketball. That's my why. Why? I I love basketball because I can. I can impact kids. Why do you like to impact kids, coach? Because there's so much more that, you know, I can influence on kids than just basketball. Like what? Because basketball is just a way and a means to, to bring kids along. Cause not every kid is going to play college basketball. Hopefully every kid can have a great experience in high school basketball, but the experiences they learn is going to lead them into their college life, their personal life, uh, work life after they graduate from high school. So back to my why is that, and also the why I do it is it makes me feel good to right. in turn impact players, other coaches, you know, and the kids. So my why it it just it just keeps going. I mean, I could just keep answering. You could just keep asking me why do you want to do that. And I could just go on on and on and on and on. Right, so, right. That's kind of the like you said. That's kind of the fun fun part of it. So. Yeah, it it is. It's a lot of fun to uh, to watch it play out and and then to see people maybe squirm a little bit. And <laughs> it, because you're right, it does get a little uncomfortable. It does know, when you get challenged a little bit, and um, you know, we I always talk. A, in a lot of aspects of life of just being uncomfortable in, in my profession and then the, our program and like Cornhusker Boy State I'm involved with. It's all about pushing yourself to be uncomfortable, you know? And so, um, but I think you learn a lot about other people and mostly yourself when you put yourself in those scenarios. Oh, so. exactly. And, and when you, when you talk about being uncomfortable, you know, that is one of the first things we'll find out Sunday after the parents meeting when we go to our, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of, of skill development is, right. is you'll see a lot of kids, you know, be uncomfortable. And, and that is a start of, of our summer. So Sunday is kind of the start of, of our kids, you know, our players, our D league players all getting to that point where they're going to be uncomfortable, probably four or five practices. And it's our job to make our boys uncomfortable right in order to make them better and so you know that is a process that we've seen the last you know five years that we started this and actually the last you know eight eight years that i've been skill training is Mm -hmm. is is making kids uncomfortable in in a lot of ways versus you know the basketball you know iq we teach or or the drills that we teach is 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 kids will be uncomfortable and that is kind of the fun part of about what we do as coaches. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, a great point. Um, and just really looking forward to it, uh, especially down Fremont starts us off at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And so uh, just to see, I still haven't done the math, but it's got to be well over half of the kids are new to our program. So, um, you know, a lot of the drills that – we've been doing for five, six years, coach will be brand new to them. And so you'll see the uncomfortability right, right from the get go. So that'll be, 
It'll be, it's always really exciting for me, and I'm sure it is for you too, Coach. Yeah, it is. And like I said, the first, uh, the first skill development is, uh, is one of those things that it's very important that all the kids are there because we teach the footwork in our warmups that we're going to do probably every single, uh, you know, practice or right. skill development session that we do. Uh, we're, I'm a big ball rap fan. That's kind of my, my MO. So the ball wraps that we do is is something that we do at every uh, practice and every skill development session. Uh, we do a lot of uh, different basketball movements out of that. It's uh, something that uh, you know I started a long a long long time ago, and, and and the boys that have you know done individuals with me, or the you know the boys that have been in our program for the last you know two three years, you know they'll know what I'm talking about. So I'm hoping they can be uh, good leaders and you know teach the younger boys on on some of the footwork and stuff because they will struggle on it but uh i just think that's a very important part of our program and looking forward to uh you know implementing that stuff on uh, sunday afternoon absolutely it's going to be fun super intense it'll be it'll be good stuff so let's get in a little bit coach to uh we've got some expectations here that um like i said earlier kind of our uh just kind of guidelines you know for our coaches, our players, and our parents. And so let's touch a little bit on the expectations of the coaches that we have in our program. Um, maybe hit on that a little bit, Coach, and um, I'll pipe in when I feel need be. All right. Thank you. As you guys all know, you know we, we strive to get great coaches in our program uh, or that are good coaches and hope to make them great. Right. Uh, I expect or we expect all of our coaches to you know be all bought in 100%, and I believe they are. Uh, you know, we got a couple new coaches this year in, in Fremont and, and Norfolk also. And, and with that being said, uh, the credentials of these coaches are, you know, they're, they, they played at a high, high, high school level. Uh, they've all played in the state tournament, I believe, mm-hmm. at one time or another and either runner up or state champions. And so I feel really good about the coaches we have in our program. And yeah, they are young, but with that being said, uh, they have a lot of energy. Right. And, Absolutely. and, and the willingness to learn. And so that is, uh, something that, you know, and a lot of times as a coach, I never could, but maybe this year I will a little bit, but, uh, I've always been kind of envious of, of Coach Schultz because he gets out there and kind of, you know, rough houses with the kids once in a while and, <laughs> and, and tries to think that, uh, he can still play with these guys. And think. so, uh, so that's, that's the nice thing about having young coaches with that energy and stuff. They, they really relate to the players really well. And I think that's really good. That, you know, coaches can get out there and, and, uh, you know, play with the, play with the players a little bit and, uh, relate to them that way. So, I mean, so, you know, our expectations are, you know, our coaches, you know, will give a hundred percent. I think our coaches are always going to coach hard. And if they don't, I'm going to challenge them to coach, you know, hard in practice and games. And I want our coaches always to be learning, you know, from, from players and, and from their fellow coaches. And, and ask questions and, and so on and so forth. And I'm going to interrupt real quick with that being said, coach. I think in the, in the past, um, I don't know if we haven't coached as hard, but we're going to try to take it to another level this year. And so, um, you know, and some of our teams will be playing some really, really good competition. Um, and so we need to, 
uh, be super focused and ready to go in all these games. And, um, and, and I truly feel that to get your team ready, it's all in the coach. And so, you know, just stuff like that, just say, hey, let's, let's amp it up a little bit this year. Um, and, and try to make ourselves as a program better in that aspect as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Well said. And, and there again is, you know, my, my passion is, uh, skill training kids. After being at state tournament this year and, and watching those teams play and watching the players play is that you're exactly right. We need to, you know, probably, maybe amp up our practices and our skill development a little more to make it more game-like. You know, I think we've made it game-like in the past, but I think we we probably need to make it, you know, a little more game-like and a little faster pace. Take that next step up. Yeah, take yep. that next step up. Thank you, Coach. And so that's, you know, that's kind of what we're hoping to do this year with uh, with our uh, with our practices and skill development sessions. Yeah, and I think the other big thing, and, and this is, I guess, a little bit why we're trying to be somewhat picky in the coaches that we have, but we want them to just be great role models, you know, and, and be uh, good leaders themselves. And a lot of the, like you had hit on coach, a lot of the coaches that we have, um, have either been in that head coaching role or were either sort of the clear leader of their teams, um, you know, and so, uh, it just kind of goes hand in hand. And so I'm, I'm excited for a couple of the new guys to kind of, um, be able to break through and, and find their element in the, in their, you know, quote unquote head coaching world of their own team. So, um, really looking forward to that. Yeah. And, and like I said, on Sunday, then we'll, you know, we'll introduce all the coaches and give a couple of their accolades. You know, Tyler Craven, we probably can't give that quite that many or take all afternoon. <laughs> But, uh, uh, but yeah, we got some nice, uh, some nice coaches and looking forward to working with those guys this summer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And little teaser, there might be a five on five matchup here at some point that we, uh, are somehow going to get out on the interweb because the, the people got to see that coach. But anyways. We have a lot of faith in all of our coaches and, um, you know, like you had said, some of them may be younger, but man, there are great kids and they are aspiring coaches. Yes. And, and if we can kind of help them get to that next level of where they're comfortable being maybe a head coach of a program, um, a great example is coach Joe Crilly. You know, he's been with us from the get go and was, was, uh, fortunate enough to student teach under coach Todd Schultz last year. Or this, this current year. And then now he'll be the head coach for the Madison girls basketball team. So stuff like that. You know, we take a lot of pride in that too, I think, coach. And we, and, uh, those are, you know, our guys when it comes down to it. So yeah, really happy for, uh, coach Krill. Uh, big steps for him to get his own program now in, in Madison. And, and we're wishing him nothing but the best and, and anything we can do to help him out. You know, this summer and, and next, next fall, next winter is, uh, pretty exciting stuff. So yeah, super exciting. Congratulations, sir. Yeah, you betcha. So, okay. Well, the next, uh, next thing is expectations of our players, coach. So what are you, what do you feel, uh, you know, when we get a player, let's say we have a, a new player this year and, um, for it to be a successful summer, what do you feel like uh, some of the strides that he makes? What, what do you feel some of those avenues would be? Well, the first thing I would say is is you need to be coachable. 100%. And, and that is like the number one thing is is be coachable because like we talked about before, 
is you will be humbled uh, probably right off the bat if, if you're new to the program. And, yeah. and, and I love to humble people. Yes, you, you do. know, coach. Every day. And, uh, and so, you know, come ready to, you know, be coachable, eye contact. Uh, and the number one rule I have is no yawning. <laughs> and I, I'll call people out every, every practice for, for yawning on, on, on coaches. Yeah. And so that is the number one rule right there. And, and I'll, I'll bring that back up on, uh, Sunday, but just come ready to, to practice hard and play hard. Uh, this is not a, uh, cheap venture for your parents and in no way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. So, you know, come ready to, you know, play hard, practice hard, and then be a great teammate, you know, mm-hmm. be a good kid. You know, we want good kids in our program. We want, you know, you guys to develop and to be great teammates. Um, it's like I said, it's going to be uncomfortable for you. And, and by the end of July, you know, we hope that, that, you know, you have a great experience and you're a better basketball player, but more importantly, you're a better, you're a better young man. Right. You're going to be a better student when you go back. You're going to be a better son and, you know, so on and so forth. We could just go on and on and on. Absolutely. But, uh, you know. Yeah, and I'm going to hit on the the coachability part of it real quick. Uh, one of my best friends from from when I played at Morningside is now the assistant coach at Morningside, and I think I dropped this in the Fremont parents meeting last year, but I had lunch with him about a year ago, um, and he said, "Yeah, we obviously I go to summer tournaments and 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 recruit and scout and ball, you know all that good mm-hmm. stuff." And he said, "If I see a player." who is not being coachable and, and visibly has a bad attitude, I'm not even going to talk to him because we don't need those types of kids in our program. And I don't think Coach Miller is in the minority saying that. I think that when, you know, if, if, if you want to play at the next level, um, which I would assume a lot of our kids maybe have aspirations of that, um, you know, that, that you got to be coachable and you got to be a respectable kid. And if you're not, it's pretty easy to point that out. And so uh, that's just something that we're constantly harping on and constantly uh, reminding kids of. And so I feel it's, it's important to always keep that at the forefront of their, of their site. So well said coach. Well said. The only other thing maybe I'll hit on for our players is um, when we construct all of our teams in the summer, the, there's a good possibility that it's made up of some of the better players from different area schools. I mean, that's pretty common knowledge there, but the, one of the big things when I coach uh, my teams in particular, I always remind them that, Hey, we're not just here to play. We're here to learn how to be leaders and learn how to be better leaders, learn how to be winners. So what they can do hopefully at the end of the summer is take that back to their high school. And so, like I said, a lot of them are probably the leaders of, of their high schools and their teams uh, to begin with, but then to take that to the next level and try to get, you know, every kid on the team to learn how to lead in, in, you know, whether it's a a vocal leader or uh, a kid that's, leads by you know effort um you know diving on the floor for loose balls and stuff like that that can that can show a lot of leading leadership abilities right there um and so we i'm a big big leader guy uh myself and so one of the things that i do um and i i think maybe back to the uh coaches one of the things i always 
try to require them to do is at the end of every game in the summer, and we play a lot of them, and it's a fast and furious uh, season, but I want one kid to kind of give a leadership speak speech about that particular game. And so um, I love doing it. Like I said, that's a great way to make kids be uncomfortable, um, you know, making maybe one of the quiet kids uh, give, you know, a 30, 60 second spiel at the end of the game of, hey, we, we didn't play so well, but, you know, we, we can work on this, this and this and, and whatever. Um, so I, I really think that's important. It's one of my favorite parts of coaching, I think. Um, but I just really like that part of it. So good stuff, coach. Good stuff. All right, that brings us into uh, the expectations of our parents. Coach. Okay, thanks, Coach. Uh, one of the first things I tell my parents, it, it, it's like second nature for every every parents meeting that we've had is, is parents, is thank you for letting your son play for us. Uh, we appreciate all the time that you guys give to our program. But... I, I will tell you to, you know, just, you know, release your son to the program, to the process, to the ups and downs of, of a basketball season. And, and if your, if your boys already played in the high school or junior high, you know, they've already experienced the ups and downs of, 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 of playing sport, the sport of basketball. We all know this. You know, we've been doing this for, you know, a lot, a lot of years that in summer basketball, there's always going to be, you know, you know, bad officials. Yeah. And so we're always trying to represent, you know, the name on the front of the, of the shirt. We, you know, ask you just to, you know, you know, cheer for your son, cheer for the program. And, and there's going to be times when you're probably going to be frustrated with, you know, how the game went or how your son played. But I was, I played, you know, Mitchell's played. Every, everybody has, has played. You probably played as a, as a parent at some time. You know what it's like. There's going to be times where there things didn't go, you know, go the way we wanted them to go. But uh, mm-hmm. we want you guys to be, uh, you know, supportive of the program, uh, to represent uh, and to represent us as uh, as you would want to be represented as your high school is is playing. So, uh, you know, with that being said. We, we are always being watched. I, I, you know, we tell our players and I'll, I'll touch on this is, and I think I touched on it maybe at the, at the tryouts is that as a player, as a parent, as a coach, or as an official or whatever, you are, you are constantly being watched. And, you know, and every year we seem to have, you know, one or two glitches in our, in our program that, uh, you know, are no big deal. So I will say this. I've, you know, I, we all follow social media, so there was a there's a coach I follow the other day that uh, he mentioned these are three questions that I would as a parent I would ask you to ask your son and and the first question would be uh, you know did your son play hard and after after the game you know that that would be a nice question you know to you know for yourself or you know if you think your son played hard then you probably don't ask him that question and the and the second question would be. Did your son have fun? You know, like we, we, we think fun is a, is a very important aspect of what we do. And then the third question is, did your son get better? And, and maybe not that game, but you know, maybe that's a question you can ask at the end of July. Did your son get better? And we sure, uh, we sure hope he did. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, your son will be better 
at the end of July than he was at the May 5th uh, parents meeting that we're having right now. So yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, so that is a, you know, a couple of, you know, a few things on our parent expectations. Uh, I will throw this out there too. And I'll address this on, on, on Sunday or on May 5th is, uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, you know, stickler on technicals. Uh, <laughs> I've, Personally, never had a technical in my whole coaching career, which has been 20 some years through youth basketball. Still trying to ch- fact check that. By and, the way. uh, and I know, <laughs> you know, the coach sitting across from me, I'm not going to mention any names, but he's sitting across from me has, has had a couple, but, uh, uh, the rules, the rules I have for technicals and, and I'll give this to all my coaches and, and I'll address this is that is this, if you get a technical, you will sit the rest of the game and no matter what it is uh what it's for it could be a you know misinterpretation and and a bad call and and a ref coming over and 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 saying he missed it or whatever but i just don't think there's any reason for uh one of our players to ever get a technical but if that would you know would happen uh just know that your son will sit the, the remainder of the game and and that is just one of my rules and it's one of the rules of our program that we put in and uh and so last year i will give you an example is we were playing our last game of of the year for our senior team in uh fremont Mm -hmm. and uh this player was probably probably one of the best players on the team and in the first half uh he got a technical and so he he comes out of the game and and the rule was that you know he has to sit and so I called the official over and 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 had a nice conversation with the official and it was a misunderstanding but you know the technical was called and it was the last game of our summer you know game number you know twenty out of the five yeah. games we play mm-hmm. and I you know I felt horrible but it was a rule and it was a you know rule we 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 put in at the beginning of the season and the players knew it. And, and he had to sit, you know, for, for half the first half and then the whole second half. But, uh, and, and he was probably one of my top players on that team, but, yeah. you know, rules are rules. And, and so, uh, believe me, I thought about breaking one of my rules, but I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't now. And, and so, so going forward, that is something that we're going to stand by in our program is, is uh you get a technical you will sit the remainder of that game so uh with that being said that's uh pretty much addresses you know that that part of it yeah i'll never forget that obviously we player you're talking about played for us for several years we know him very well and great kid you know, i just was in a bad situation but that's just hey that's life man live and learn and um you know that's something that we preach on a lot hey what can we learn from it all right coach i want to go back a little bit to you said earlier, release your kid or your your player to the program. And I think that's an important concept to hit on. Um, and some of the different things that, uh, you know, because what exactly does that mean? First and foremost, uh, just trust. As far as offensive, defensive schemes, there's reasons we do things. Uh, there's reasons we run the offense that we do. There's reasons that we, uh, you know, may only have a couple of out of bounds plays or whatever, but uh, there's reasons that we run the defense that we run. And actually last year, 
in Norfolk, we ran a different defensive scheme than we did in Fremont. Yes, and that was, we did. That was a choice of, of both coaching staffs, and that's perfectly fine. And so I feel when we get the, whatever it is, five, six, seven coaches of, you know, each location or you and I, whatever it is, coach, uh, once we get all of our minds going and we say, Hey, let's, should we do it this way or this way? There's a lot of thought that goes into that. There's a lot of tweaks that go into that. And so, um, that's one of the things that we don't, we just don't feel like we need to discuss outside of our coaching staff, um, as well as playing time. We, uh, will promise that our playing time will be as fair and as even as we can make it. Um, one of the rules I have for, uh, the coaches that we work with is, hey, every game is a different starting lineup because we don't care who starts. It doesn't matter who starts. And so it's just different stuff like that. I just want to kind of get that out there because uh, there's, there's things that we're happy to talk about, but uh, we certainly – and if you want to ask why do we do it that way, I think we would be willing to elaborate exactly. And, and, exactly. and say, hey, well, we, you know, we did it this way. It didn't quite work. Or, you know, we did it this way and it worked very well. So we want to try to fine-tune that. And so um, that's just – one of the main things as far as that goes. The other thing that uh, kind of goes hand in hand with that is, you know, <laughs> and this, this maybe doesn't happen so much with, with our program, but uh, if you just sit in the stands and listen to parents, sometimes you'll hear them yell when their kid catches the ball, shoot it, you know, well, that might not be what the offense was designed for, you know, to shoot it in that scenario. When we, when we can make maybe a pass or an extra pass and, and get a, a, a wide open shot. You know, we always talk about getting great shots compared to just good. And so, you know, just little, little stuff like that. Um, I feel like is important to elaborate a little bit on. And, and then this is probably my biggest pet peeve of all as I've been coaching for six or seven years now. I've, I've played obviously my whole life. Um, what's the point of yelling? at your kid from the stands telling him to do things certain ways. Whether you are a, a coach or a college coach, uh, I think that just makes the player uh, even more confused because he's trying to listen to, to mom or dad. He's trying to listen to coach. When in all reality, he should just be listening to coach and his teammates. And so that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't feel like, you know, hey, if you want to encourage, Absolutely. Cheer, encourage. True. Very true. Uh, but if you want to instruct, then, then talk to us about coaching. You know, talk, go, go be a coach because there's so many things that go into the philosophies and the game plans. And, you know, we don't get to get as much into game plans as, as maybe college programs or high school programs because we just are limited on time, but we still have a little bit of game plan going into it. And so, you know, what, what you may see sitting on the sidelines compared to what we have as a game plan may be total, you know, polar opposites. So I just, I like to get that out there. Um, you know, I hope we don't have to talk any further about that. And granted, of the, you know, at this point, hundreds of kids we've had, we've had through the program, we've had hardly any issues. And which is a, is a great thing. And we're very uh, gracious to our parents and that they, that they do release their, their players to us and their, their boys to us. Um, but that's just kind of my two cents on it, coach. I don't know if you have anything, anything to add on that, but that's, no, that's kind of where I you stand. You know, well said, uh, with what you said there. You know, we as, we as coaches, you know, I'm a great Sunday quarterback. 
and I'm sure you're probably sure. you probably think you're better than me. Well, yeah, on Sunday naturally. But uh, <laughs> you know, we as is watching. You know, let's just go back to March Madness, which wasn't too long ago, right? You know, watching watching games. You know, I'll I'll be the first one to say that. Uh, why didn't coach do this? Why didn't coach yep. do that? So we're always second guessing, and that's kind of what coaching's all about. Whether it be football or basketball or watching the NBA right now, it's it's uh, you know, we're all great Sunday Sunday quarterbacks or from the or, couch, <laughs> yeah, from the couch. So you know, I I can I can feel where everybody's coming from on that, but at the same time, it's it's uh, when you when you are a coach, uh, you know, in in, in what we do, it's. Uh, it's I can see both sides of it. So yeah, and I can too. And I don't want to, you know, put down parents by any means or, or anything like that. I'm a parent myself, and I was trying to teach my daughter how to shoot the other day, and I about just punted the ball. But <laughs> <laughs> she'll be five this month, so I got to be patient a little bit. But uh, but you know, I, I just think that that some some parents can get very passionate about the game, um, uh, and, and I think. As, as my daughters get older, I will be one of those parents. And so I think there's different ways to display that passion though. And so when you, when you're sitting there yelling at your child to, you know, do this or this, do, you know, well, you don't know that that's the game plan, you know, in, in the, in, and by all means, the kid wants to do right by everybody. And so it puts the, puts the kid in, in a, in an awkward position, but, you know, direct that passion toward just, you know, being energetic and being motivational or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, just be a, be a good cheerleader, really. I mean, I think that's at, at this day and age, what, what kids need is, is cheerleading and motivation and, and, uh, you know, hey, you can do it. You know, hey, hey, get back to work, whatever it is. And so, um, I just, I'm, I'm very passionate about that aspect of it. Um, you know, and I think as, my my kids get older my eyes will open wider to that as well so nice good stuff coach thanks okay uh last thing before we get into a little nba talk <laughs> just watch the blazers whoop the old denver nuggies so uh which i called by the way but anyways um this is one of my favorite questions here coach uh and i'm just going to ask you as um, obviously one of the, well, probably the main face of our program, which is unfortunate because it's an ugly face, but thank you. <laughs> as, as one of the, as the main face of our program, um, let me take a step back. One of, one of my favorite questions is how do you define success? And so I think that, uh, every player, every, uh, coach, and every parent should ask themselves, Hey, at the end of the summer, how are we going to say, Hey, this was a successful summer? And so, uh, like I said, coach, for you as sort of the face of our program, uh, how would you sit in here July 22nd or whatever it would be when, when the season wraps up? How would you define a successful summer for the D League program as a whole? Wow. You put me on the spot again. Calling you out. Well, it's pretty easy for me is success is that last tournament when it's over for every team and I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for myself on the success part of it is that I'm sad it's over. Yeah. And I'm really sad it's over. And when I'm sad it's over and I, I see, you know, a lot of our players or 
I'd say probably 100% of our players, and I don't know about the parents because they've been running for four consecutive weekends. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's a there's a big majority, a big percentage of them that it's sad it's over. And so right there, it's it, to me, that's a success is when, you know, people are sad that it's over already. And so that's, you know, that's my that's that's my success right there. Absolutely, coach. That's and and I think mine's very very similar. Uh, I always talk about, hey, there's going to be wins, there's going to be losses, and uh, you know we're going to play really really good teams. We may get our butts kicked a few times, and that's fine. Uh, you know what did we learn from it? Did we grow as a player? Did we grow as a team? And did we grow as a program? And um, I think year this will be year five, so I'm I'm four for four on shedding some tears that last day of the past four years. Uh, you know, but I think. That speaks a lot to the way that we run our program and, and the, uh, kind of quote unquote brotherhood that we can develop in really a short, short amount of time frame. So, um, no, that's, that's exactly kind of what I would say too. So, um, but I think, I think every parent and like I said, every parent and player need to ask themselves, Hey, you know, we're investing sort of in, in this summer, uh, basketball and into, you know, this D league program that some may know a lot about, some may not know much about other than our tryouts. And, you know, what are we going to say? Hey, it was a successful summer. You know, and is, is that going to involve getting a gold medal at a tournament? I, I don't know. I'm more worried about, Hey, did we develop? Did we get better? That type of stuff. And, and with that being said, I think that goes back to our very first, uh, intro mm-hmm. is what's your why? Right. You know, what's your why as a player? Why are you, what's why are you your playing why as a parent? Did we fulfill that why for you guys, you know, as a player and as a parent? And so I hope we did. And, and I hope we do. And I'm, um, and I just a hundred percent believe that whatever your why is that, uh, we can, uh, you know, get that done for you guys and, and get that done for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. It's going to be just a fantastic summer. I'm super excited to get going. So, okay. Let's get into a little NBA talk. We're going to, you want to be Shaq or you want to be Charles Barkley? How you doing, Mitchell? <laughs> You would go as Shaq. Well, like I said earlier, we just watched the Blazers whoop up on the Denver Nuggets. Um, end up being pretty close, actually, but they were in control most of the game. Um, I know we, we want to get into one topic uh, for you, Coach, about the officiating controversy, quote-unquote. But how do you feel about Boston going to Milwaukee game one, winning by 20-some, Milwaukee turning back around, winning by twenty some. What's going to happen game three? Well, they're they're professionals first and foremost, and it's it's basketball. So now it's the best of game, best of five series, right? Uh, I think you know, especially the last two weeks, it's almost to the point where it's 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 not entertaining to listen to you know people. You know, after the game, talk about all the intangibles of, you know, of, of the players and who's the best and this and that. It's, it's the game of basketball. Right. And so, you know, officiating has been, you know, huge with the Rockets, you know, and the Warriors. And I think my personal opinion is, is, is that I think it's horrible for the youth 
you know, of this day and age who play basketball, whether it be from girls to boys. And because everybody's watching the NBA playoffs right now and everybody's got their favorite player. It's, I, th- I just think it's sad because these guys are, are role models, mm-hmm. you know, for our youth and, and to talk about officiating and, and, and those guys are, you know, they're, they're just regular. I mean, they're not regular people, but they're, they're, they're officials. They're professional officials. Right. And yeah. the game has, has gotten so fast that, but they're not going to make every call. Mm-hmm. And we're not making every, every right call as coaches either. And, and players aren't going to make every correct play. Uh, I just think that, you know, these guys are professional athletes. I think they're setting a bad example when it comes to, how they, uh, you know, complain about officials. And I think that's bad for the game. Yeah, I do too. And I, like I said, I just go back to, you know, all of our youth look up to, you know, all, all basketball players look, look at the professional side of it and go on, you know, I love KD. I love James Harden. I love LeBron James. I Mm -hmm. love Dame Lillard, you know, and go, you just go on and on and on. But when these guys start complaining about officials throwing their hands up in the air, you know, getting technicals, uh, and maybe not at, you know, maybe not in Nebraska, you know, but in the AAU circuit where you, you know, where you, you're traveling the bigger cities, I just think a lot yeah. of these players take on that, that role of a going persona. Over, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. okay, well, KD can get a technical, then I can throw my hands up in the air and, and get a technical or, yeah. Or James Harden or whatever. So, you know, going back to, you know, James Harden, I will, I will say this and, and whether how far this goes or whatever, but, you know, he, he has been known to, you know, kick his legs out when he shoots mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to draw a foul. Well, as a skill development coach, I, I, I really don't think there's any skill development coach in the United States who, who probably teaches their kids to, to kick their legs out when they shoot because because to me, that's that's unfundamental, you know, to to kick your legs out. I mean, right. we teach our kids to jump straight up, straight down when they when they shoot a jump shot. So it's obvious he's trying to draw you know, a foul. So, and 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 a lot of guys do it, I guess. But to me, that's unfundamental on his part to kick his legs out. I mean, so why would you, why would you do it? You know, so I guess if kids, you know, and you'll see, you know, you see high school kids, you know, probably start to, you know, they probably already do around the world or around probably, the nation is. Yeah is to, you know, kick their legs out when they shoot. But I guess that's... And I think it's unfortunate that I feel like we live sometimes in such a, um, quote-unquote, me society that if you watch, like, Kevin Durant, for example, if you watch his his interviews, it's always just so demeaning in the way that he talks. And it's just like, dude, do you understand that there's millions of millions of millions of kids that are wearing your shoes rocking your backpacks myself included not that i'm a kid by any means but i mean seriously they they look up to you so when you have this woe is me persona which a lot of the professional nba players for whatever reason do even lebron at times you know they it's like guys you're making how many millions of dollars playing the game that you love i think they forget about that fact of it hey i get to do what i love on a daily basis so i don't know that just frustrates me but i 100 percent agree with you coach on i just really think as you know 
with the NBA right now, I, and these guys are the the best in the world. They are super, super skilled. On unbelievably the skilled. Floor. Yeah, and it's it's unbelievable how how good these guys are. But with that being said, on the other side of it, you guys are you guys are role models yeah. to you know, like you said millions of of kids out there. Right, and and you guys can change the world. Yeah, I mean, they can. They quite literally, they can change the world. You guys can impact so many kids. You know, let's just get to be more professional. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. I mean, we all work the grind of of a nine to five job. I just wish these guys would take a step back and and just realize the impact they have on 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 youth today. Yeah, and, and and maybe change it up a little bit, and and let's uh, let's take a, a stronger look at that, and and realize that everybody's human, right? And and we have a great impact. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't see that changing much, but um, you know, it is what it is. I hope that that kids, you know, and I think that goes back to you know parenting coaches, um, you know, pointing that out, and I think you know. Uh, hopefully us pointing that stuff out now helps. Hopefully parents talking to their kids about that helps. Hopefully coaches saying, Hey man, just cause James Harden can absolutely score, uh, you know, with complete ease doesn't mean that what he's doing, what he's saying is the right thing. So, um, any other, any send off words, coach? Nope. I look forward to seeing everybody, uh, on Sunday on May 5th at the parents meeting. It's always exciting for us to, uh, you know, get started in this. I know a lot of programs have played uh, probably a couple tournaments in April uh, last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we just uh, get started that early. When we do get started, we are 100% all in. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot of energy and a lot of excitement that first practice. And, and then, you know, pretty much every practice we, uh, we, uh, we, we hold. And so look forward to seeing everybody. Uh, please reach out if you have any questions for us. Uh, glad to talk to everybody. Uh, looking forward to the relationships we're going to, uh, you know, to develop this summer. Absolutely. That's the uh, best part. In both, in both cities. And, and like I said, I, I'm just coaching teams in Fremont, but I will be doing uh, skill development for both programs. I look to make myself a presence uh, in both cities and then also uh i i will leave you with this that it's uh it seems like it's going to be a long time you know when we start this but in a matter of a couple months the time just flies by i look forward to you know meeting all you parents and you know please reach out uh any questions you guys have with anything uh with you know what we do or you know, I, I just encourage you guys to, uh, my phone number's out there. You know, Mitchell will post that on, online. We just can't say enough thank you to the parents and to the players. And, and I just hope you guys all have a great experience. And I, and, and I hope to, uh, help you guys along with that. Good stuff, coach. Good stuff. Yeah. We're excited. We'll see you guys all on, uh, on Sunday, the fifth. Um, maybe just a quick deal on that. Myself. Coach Schultze, uh, will be taking any registration fees that, that we haven't collected yet, uh, getting sizes for uniforms and numbers at that point. Um, also, if you have any problems with your emails or anything like that, I'm the communications guy. So let me know and we'll, we'll get her fixed. 
yeah, with that being said, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. I think I'm going to get some young blood on the show. Uh, Coach Bittner's age is slowly dragging us down. So I'm going to get a couple young bucks on the show. And uh, we'll maybe give a little bit of a preview on some of the teams that we have, both in, in Norfolk and Fremont. And just, uh, more, more of an update on, hey, we're, you know, two or three practices in at this point. Uh, what have we been doing? What, what's been going on? Um, and so look forward to it. Uh, like I said, we look forward to seeing you guys Sunday. And as always, spread the word, tell your friends, encourage others to listen, especially to this podcast. This is a good one. And, uh, a lot of the, like I said, philosophies and, and different stuff like that, uh, you know, is, is very important to, uh, how we've became what we are today. So with that being said, D League out. Quit the season, I still be the greatest phone. My left stroke just went by.